tree huggers. Welcome back, everyone. We have with us today a very special guest, one of our own occupational therapists at Family Tree Therapies, and it is Jessica Crafton. She's not only an occupational therapist with Family Tree, but she's also a mom. Um, and she's going to talk with us today to those moms who are, and moms and dads, who are interested in seeking out orthotropic services um, and talk about maybe a little bit of what she saw early on. Um, and then the changes that she's seen. So this is really, we're gonna document, we call her JC, so I might in and out call her that, but we're gonna document Jessica's journey as a mom and as a therapist as to what she saw and then the changes that she's seen over this um, few years of treatment for Nora. So I'll let Jessica get started with introducing her daughter, Nora, and a few of the things that started to concern her early on that made her think maybe she needed some uh, early intervention. Um, Nora is, now she's four, almost five. She'll be five at the end of April. Um, but the journey for her started, um, she did participate in tummy time. She didn't absolutely love it. Um, she was a happy sitter. She sat for a long time. Um, she didn't start to transition out of sitting until like 10, 11 months and just started to kind of butt scoot versus crawl. Um, and as an OT, I thought she should be crawling um, and I should have trusted my mom gut um, when my pediatrician told me, crawling's not that important, it's fine. Um, so she that is a whole other subject that we can talk about, yeah. especially with some of the new CDC guidelines and yes, yes. why as therapists, we believe that to be important. But I like how you're linking that with just a little minor red flag of what you saw with Nora that kind of raised your radar. Right. And I thought, oh, like she's, she's there, there's a reason that kids are supposed to crawl. And um, yes. at the time I worked with adults and I didn't quite know exactly why. Um, and now learning and watching her mobility and behaviors versus my son, who was a fantastic crawler, still crawls, um, I can really see why we need to crawl. Um, and she also had a passy for two years. I know. So um, this is a no judgment zone, JC. Correct. At the time, it was you know, kids have passies, whatever. I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Lots of my friends' kids had passies, look at their teeth, they're fine, that kind of thing. Um, she wasn't really ever one of those kids that had to have it. She never like walked around with it in her mouth. She liked it when she was sleeping. Um, but then when she was uh, three, I noticed when we would lay her down to sleep, we would read books to her and she'd fall asleep and she'd snore. And I thought, hmm, I don't feel like she's supposed to snore. And so then I talked to Stacy, and Stacy and I did, um, we just had like lunch together over Zoom. And so she had Nora do some swallowing for her, some drinking. I think she ate, I don't remember, carrots or something. Um, and Stacy said that she saw some maybe reverse swallow stuff going on. Um, that her posture, she had, um, uh, uh, I don't know, what's the term for the, the jaw to be retruded? Retruded. Is that, is that, okay. Yep. Um, and, and retruded just means that it looks, your chin looks like it's a little bit further back than it should. And your top jaw, your maxilla looks a little bit overdeveloped. It's, it's how it looks like from the side. 
Correct. Yes. Thank you. Yep. And that's so Stacey pointed out those things um, and suggested that we first figure out the airway to see if um, there's something obstructing her nasal passages to cause her to snore. So um, she gave me um, referral for ENT and also potentially an allergist, depending on what the ENT said. And also Dr. O'Rourke, depending on again, what the ENT said. And Dr. O'Rourke is? Dr. O'Rourke is the dentist who specializes in the treatment of orthotropics. Okay. And so people who are listening, orthotropics is a specialty that helps with guiding facial growth. Mm -hmm. So when, when you notice, when you would read to Nora and you would notice that, <clears throat> excuse me, that she would kind of fall asleep and snore, did you see any other sleep disturbances or any other regulatory kind of things that we're now linking with some challenges with our, with, with an airway? Yes. So a lot of times she falls asleep kind of with her head, head back and her mouth open. Mm -hmm. And I would find that when she didn't sleep well, she would be cranky in the morning and um, just have some really big behaviors. Um, kind of had to wake her up sometimes for school, um, which normally kids are up and ready to go and they're happy. Um, and noticed, no, noticed the, that sleeping posture with her neck resting back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And her mouth open. And when you say snoring, would you say it was like, really loud and intrusive or was it just like her mouth was slightly open because snoring can be a lot of different things? Yes, um, only, nothing like through the door kind of snoring. So yeah, a little bit of like lip parting, a little bit of snoring, um, but like kept an eye on it and thought, wow, this is not just a stuffy nose or this is not just allergy season um, kind of, kind of right. stuff. Because sometimes parents um, will think that either they're stuffy all the time or they'll talk about allergy season, or they'll just say, oh, they're just getting over a cold. They're just a little bit congested, but mm -hmm, right. any mouth breathing consistently is atypical. Yes, mm -hmm. which now, I, I, now I'm learning, but back then I didn't know my pediatrician. Um, I had to insist on the referral. Um, the ENT. Yes, yes. Okay. I had to insist, on, insist the, on the ENT referral. Correct. Um, Right, it is challenging to find ENTs who understand the importance of nasal breathing. Mm -hmm. So often I think that's a really important note to parents is that you may have to insist on that referral based on what, what you saw. And what did you learn at the ENT? So he looked in her throat and said her tonsils were a bit enlarged, there's like a tonsil scale, Stacy. I'm sure you know what mm -hmm. that is. It's called the Malampati score. Yeah, so they weren't, they were just slightly enlarged. He said nothing of concern. And so he wasn't concerned that her adenoids were enlarged. He said he was not concerned about that. Um, and he recommended I start her on um, an antibiotic because he said she had a chronic adenoid infection. So, okay. He said it was quite strong and she was to take it for two weeks and then she was to take Flonase daily. Okay. So, and her, I mean, I wait, let me go back a little bit. Her nose was constantly running. Okay. Constantly snot. Was so, it clear snot? 
or like did she did it seem like she was sick with the virus no it was it was the yellow stuff and i think i think that's why dr um uh, started her on the antibiotics because he said i need it to be clear in two weeks and if it's not you have to call me okay so he said it should it should be clear and it was not it was yellow okay um so we did the antibiotic and her nose cleared up and her snoring was was much better if not gone however it wasn't it didn't fix it long term so sure. then we kept her on the flonase and then i thought oh i don't really want to put my little girl on flonase forever um it even says right on the box don't use it for more than two months um so I took her off of it and she started to snore again and started to not be as snotty, but definitely wasn't, wasn't breathing through her nose all the time. Did um, you notice that she wasn't breathing through her nose during the day too, or was it just mostly at night? It was mostly at night. Okay. Mostly at night. Um, Looking back, do you see signs or pictures where she kind of was resting with her lips parted a little bit that you go, oh, maybe she was? Yeah, so I, yeah, so now that I know, now that's on my radar a lot more, I look back um, at pictures when she was a little baby, and she does have her lips closed, but I, I think that she breathes through her mouth, just that little tiny part, Stacey, that you mentioned, just that little parting of the lips, I think that, oh, she is not breathing. She's right, because it, it's important for parents to know that mouth breathing isn't just like a mouth open right and, you know drooling it doesn't have to be anything excessive no if you're using your mouth even a little bit it's just right here even yeah. then you're keeping those structures away from themselves where they need to be training the mouth so you could have seen when she was a baby that it looked perfectly fine and in all her baby pictures it's it's shut but as she's growing and then as she's using that pacifier and that tongue is away from her palate mm -hmm. And then her nasal passages were getting either, you know, the, the roof of the palate is the floor of the mouth and that's starting to get a little occluded. And then her mouth is open at night and she's irritating her tonsils and her adenoids. And then maybe she's got a little sinus thing going and then maybe she's got allergies. So then you might not have noticed the mouth breathing until maybe two or three, you know, where it's just a little bit open. Yeah, right. So nothing like a wide, yeah, like nothing like a wide open uh, all the time, but yeah, like, you know, and now I catch her we can get to that later, but all the time, you know, and we're really working on it now. Right. Um, yeah. Um, she also, well, I'm trying to think of past. So then we went to the ENT and then um, I just still wasn't really satisfied with that. She's still snoring um, and still breathing through her mouth. Uh, most probably most of the time. Um, so then we, then we went to see Dr. O'Rourke um, and she took measurements of her jaw and the gaps between her teeth um, and recommended at that appointment that she would be a good candidate for the orthotropics. Okay. And when you say orthotropics, when, and she's a good candidate, what did that entail? What did she describe to you? And, and I guess I should back up a little bit too. Tell us just a little bit about what the first visit was like with Dr. O'Rourke, like how long it took and, you know, what did they do there, that kind of thing. Well, they have, you can actually, I don't know if we can post a link to her website probably, but they have like a sleep questionnaire, which we do too, but 
theirs has all kind of those um, check boxes like restless when you're sleeping and um, snoring and mouth breathing, um, attention problems during the day, temper tantrums, those kinds of things. And so I initially checked all those and then brought it to the appointment. Um, and Dr. O'Rourke was very, very kind. Her and her assistant are very kind um, and know really how to work with children and make them feel comfortable and you feel comfortable. Um, so they take measurements um, and I wish I could be a little bit more exact, but they, okay. yeah, they take measurements of the way that her jaws aligned um, and how wide and how open her airway is. Sure. Um, and just taught me so much. I mean, I had no idea there should be a significant space between the teeth. I had, I had no idea. Right. Um, That's really important for parents to know because that baby teeth need to have space. So if they come yeah. in and they're really tight and you think, wow, it looks like their teeth are coming in great. looks like they're right. really straight. <laughs> right. No. We, need room. we need gaps in between those teeth to make room for those adult teeth or else we're going to have a mouth that's too crowded. Yeah. yeah. Which makes total sense. Right. It makes sense when you break it all down. So about yeah. how long did it take at the office? Um, I would say the first appointment was maybe an hour. It okay. wasn't that long. Okay, good. And, she, and so then she decided right there at that first appointment that Nora would be a good candidate for mm -hmm. her intervention, which she uses something called a bioblock, correct? Yes. And that's something yes. that Nora has now. And maybe you, we can show a picture. We'll, we'll link some pictures in here, but maybe you can describe to us what that looks like or feels it like. Looks like a retainer. Like if anyone's had braces, what they give you after to keep your teeth aligned. That's, that's how I was, that's how I'm describing it to people. Okay. And you cannot really see it when she smiles unless you are looking for it. Okay. So it fits just behind her teeth. She's got some, one on the top and one on the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, and we take it out every day and clean it. Um, and Every night we also turn it. So it's expanding her palate and expanding her jaw and ultimately her airway and ultimately reshaping her face. Now, I know that you and I talked a little bit when you were going to get it. And as a mom, it was a little bit nerve wracking, right? Like, how do we put it in? Is it going to be painful? How is she going to react? So what are some of the things that you kind of had to talk yourself through as a mom to be able to help Nora? And what did you say? So I first was concerned, like every parent, about the cost of this, um, knowing that insurance, dental insurance usually doesn't pay all, you know, for everything. Um, but what really hit the nail on the head for me was she took Nora's hand and she goes, look at her hand and look at her face. And she said, look how much more color is in her hand than her face. Mm -hmm. It's because her airway is narrow and she's not getting enough oxygen. And I just like, <laughs> right. You, the mom guilt, you know? And I was like, oh my God, because she had a passy, like all the things. And she said, no, like, oh, it's okay. Like no mom guilt, calm down. She's like, this is across the board. Um, and I, Karen's podcast is wonderful for anyone that has listened to it, but she goes into, um, you know, how we, we start feeding our babies really soft foods and we get them away from chewing on things and we get away from nursing. And so anyway, so after, but when she held up Nora's hand, I thought, okay, I need to do this. Um, 
So for Nora, she loves going to the dentist and she loves doing this kind of thing. So I'm very fortunate that she was actually really excited um, to get them. And Karen said, let's call them mouth jewelry. So <laughs> thinks it's fabulous. And she was really excited. Um, however, she didn't really know what it was going to be. Right. So right. Once we actually got it and we had to put it in every day. Um, she was, a, she was definitely hesitant. And I was feeling very anxious because, oh my gosh, am I going to do this right? And it has to go in. Um, we have to make sure it fits, what if it falls out. So all those feelings made the first week, um, you know, difficult. And Karen, the Dr. O'Rourke said, the first three days are the trickiest to get her to eat. Um, but I have my cell phone, call me anytime. If it comes out, we can fix it. Like um, I've met people like wherever, like to fix it because she believes so strongly in it. And if it does come out, we have to get it back in. Um, so yeah, yeah. And the support of the staff is wonderful. Um, but yeah, those first few days, because it's different. It's different as adults when we get braces or an expander. Like I don't want to eat like, so, but and what you I- don't take it out to eat, correct? You do not. You do not take it out to eat. You can take it out to clean it after you eat, but I'm not home with Nora. So I said, we're just going to do it once a day. Yeah. And she's, want... she's four, correct? She's four. Yeah. Okay. She can take it out but she can't put it back in. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing I was really nervous about is that she's at daycare. What if this falls out? What am I supposed to do? Right. Um, so we've been lucky enough that her daycare staff will call me right away if it falls out. And I've trained one of them to put it back in. Um, and Nora's really good about saying, hey, this popped out um, and hiding it. So I do, I do see the concern of doing it with children um like I think Karen said that they start as early as three for mm -hmm. so but I can see the concern with someone that little they might just it might fall out and they might just put it somewhere right. or sure or that. yeah I have a hard time communicating it so yeah. tell us so it sounds like it was dicey but you got through it and now she yes. does a good job with it and so yes. immediately you started finding, what were the first things that you noticed where you were like, wow, this is making a difference? Her, just the look of her face. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like the, the shape. Of, the shape of her face, the color, the rosiness in her cheeks, everything was coming up and becoming more round. She didn't have such a narrow face. Um, her appetite, wake up and want like two bowls of Cheerios. It was just insane. Like. Mm -hmm for school. Um, she, she slept, she's been sleeping much better. She used to get up. I don't think I mentioned this. She used to get up quite frequently, maybe three or four nights a week, just crying or screaming. And she couldn't tell us what was wrong. Just restless, very restless. She's been sleeping so much better. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. And how about her regulation and just how she's her behavior and that's gotten much better too. Um, She's become less like zero to 60 um, for sure. And she's, I think she really like, she likes her mouth jewelry and likes to show people and likes to like, 
show her friends and other doctors and things that we see. So I think for her, it's like building up her confidence and self-esteem. Like this is something that I take care of and she understands like every night we have to take care of it. And there might be a couple of tricky nights, but really she's very good about it. Sure. Well, and I think that has a lot to do with how you presented it, Jess, mm. because when you empower her, like this is something we're going to do, it's going to make you healthy. And, you know, even though you had that, all that, all the feels that you still were able to step in. And we talked about this a little bit too, just putting on that face of confidence. This is what we need to do. And this is what we're going to do. And now she's, mm -hmm. you know, she's risen to that because you've given her that confidence as her mom that, you know, this is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So that's great. I think that's a, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Just modeling for them that this, this is going to be good and we can do this together. And this is why and telling Nora and, and helping her to understand this is why we're doing this and um, just taking good, good care of just her overall oral health. And then just everything that it's doing for her airway and her regulation and her breathing, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. it's life changing for her. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Now, and this does, this means, right, Jess, your understanding is that you're not going to need braces. This isn't something where you get orthotropics and then you get orthodontics, correct? Correct. So Dr. O'Rourke said, typically the treatment is about a year. They expand for anywhere between, um, I think it's nine months to a year. And then we start to wean off, right? You wear it at night only, or you know that kind of thing, kind of like a kind of like a retainer. Um, and then the right, the goal is that everything will be expanded enough, everything will be open, so that she will not need braces when when right. she loses her teeth. Which they, doing it earlier is right. And the importance of of therapy then in our role here at Family Tree with speech and OT. We're working on body concerns, which I know both of you can speak to. Postural concerns, our, our head being in line with our body instead of being forward, which is a really common sign where a kid is struggling for air as their head is more forward. Working on what we call oral myofunctional therapy. So I know you're working at home with chewing and straw drinking and getting our lips closed because we need to reset all those patterns. You mentioned reverse swallow earlier. And to mm -hmm. parents that don't know what that is, it's a little bit of a forward tongue that's coming forward instead of pushing up and pushing the food back. So it, this would be an exaggeration, but the tongue coming more forward, it doesn't necessarily even have to cross the teeth. It can just be pushing forward on the teeth. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I had seen with Nora when she was eating. So correcting those swallow patterns, making sure we get the mouth closed, all of that will be really important to, to maintain these great changes. Right, right. And I, we do the exercises at home and even my husband was like, why do we have to do this? Because she's got the expander in it. And I was like, this is not, this is not, a, and this is not just the cure for it. We still have to do the work and really teach her tongue where to go, especially because right now there's something on the roof of her mouth. So her tongue doesn't really know where to go right now. It's different. Right. Um, really tricky. Yeah. But it'll, it'll be really cool to see where we're at by the end of this year and just mm -hmm. yeah to see all the all the changes I mean we just can't get over how much we've seen already awesome three months yeah. now have you had other people point out any changes to you besides you and your husband yes her grandparents, grandparents okay. and her aunt and uncle yep um 
yeah, for sure. They all, everyone has said about her face looking more full. Mm -hmm. um, and my sister has her for sleepovers a lot, and she's like, she doesn't snore anymore. And I was like, I know. <laughs> so great. So and great. her. The ENT, we did go back for one kind of final visit. Um, he said her nasal airway is more open. I can tell that the orthodontics oh, are great. making a difference. Yeah. And he just charged um, us from ENT services. So that's great. So no Flonase, no tonsillectomy, no nothing. Just everything oh. good and discharged for now. Yep. Yep, Dr. O'Rourke does recommend we use what's called X-Clear, and that is a all-natural nasal spray, and she recommended that to keep the airway clear, um, and that, I mean, it says it's safe enough for one-year-old, so we do still do that, um, but she does not have a runny nose anymore, unless she's sick. Yeah, fantastic. We'll link that down in the show notes, too, because that's a, I hadn't heard of that product either when you sent it to me, so that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and Nora's great with it. And it's Dr. Aurora says she has used it for 30 years and has a whole family on it. So oh wow. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. Is there anything you can think of that we didn't ask that we should have or anything you want to add? You've been doing this three months, right? Three months. I'm trying to think of the the tricky parts about like making sure that there's more than one adult that can manage the appliance. Okay. Um, it was very stressful at first because my husband didn't go to the appointment. And for those who don't have a partner, um, it can be tricky if you're not home at bedtime or, you know, ever. It's just, I feel like that was one thing that I wish I would have been more assertive with at the beginning um, because initially she wouldn't let him well, mommy was there at the appointment. You weren't there, you know? Yeah. Um, but now we've trained him. He can do it. <laughs> um, but that Can't was, that that was super <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, she's still kind of hesitant to eat things like carrots. Um, Dr. O said the only thing she cannot eat is like gummy stuff. So, okay. which isn't really a big deal when it's like candy. Right. Um, but yeah, she's like, well, I can't eat carrots anymore. They'll break my mouth jewelry. So <laughs> but, <laughs> she's got some game in there that yeah, Nora. Yeah. So then I like, yeah. So there's really nothing that she's complained about consistently eating that would okay. You know, it it's been it's fallen out a couple of times at daycare. I think I mentioned that, and they've been able to pop it back in. Um, and Dr. O'Rourke's office is wonderful about getting her in if it, if I don't feel like it's fitting right. Okay. Um, and they really work quickly to get, to get us in. So we don't have to wait. Awesome. Excellent. Sounds great. I'm super excited for her progress. Yeah, me too. Okay. Me too, sweet girl. Yeah. I know. Well, we're going to check in with you again, uh, maybe towards the end of treatment even, and just kind of keep everything. We're going to show some pictures and let everybody follow Nora's journey if you don't mind so that our families can use you as a reference and a resource and feel good about it. Um, yes. Yeah. Anything you want to ask here? No, I think we touched on it all. Okay. I yeah. think so too. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, you can always email us um, office at familytreetherapies.com. If you want to ask Jess a question for the next podcast, we'd be happy to take that question and answer it. 
And we appreciate your time, JC. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, ladies. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.